Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey everyone, if you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind the scenes content and more. Tiers start at a dollar and even that helps us out. To stay up to date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riftway Podcast. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Realms, the 5e D&D podcast where we discuss all you need to know about world building. From gods and demons to mountains and molehills. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master and creator of Riftwake. I'm Josh, your co-host and fellow Dungeon Master, world builder, and fantasy enjoyer. And today, we'll be talking about finding the fun. Hey. So what's fun, Josh? What is fun? A good book. TV. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't watching watch a movie with, with loved ones. What are those? <laughs> the loved are ones or TVs? T- no, movies. Passively engaging in content while you're like in the bathroom or something, or you're like, you know, doing your relatively menial job. And so listening <laughs> to the podcast menial. kind of makes it feel like you have friends or like people who. Maybe you can't talk to them, but they're talking specifically to you, and it you know, warms your heart a little bit. And that's okay. Maybe, maybe if you close your eyes, you can just hear my voice caress you, the inner eardrum of yourself and tickle I your mean, little brain parts. Alternatively, you can realize how futile it all is and <laughs> sink Stop ever that. deeper Stop into <laughs> your existential crisis. <laughs> You're thirty. You you're, you're turning. You're turning forty years old. <laughs> you're still single. We have one very specific listener who's in <laughs> a deep Great depression, <laughs> just like Nathan casually kills like you know two guys, and it's like <laughs> you know if I get got a penny for every guy I kill <laughs> this way, I get two pennies. But it's, it's not surprising. a lot. But it's weird that it happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, finding the fun. Um, so this one is an interesting episode of Rifts and Realms because it's less about, you know, hard and fast truths of world building and more about having a funny, goofy time with your friends. (laughs) Um, not necessarily always a funny, goofy time, but just in making the experience as enjoyable Enjoyable. as possible for everybody. And and that includes not only like for D and D games or you know other fantasy role play games or science fi role play games. Um, this is true for when you're writing, uh, getting input from people that you like and that you respect is critical. I find in creating f- good yes, media. Josh is actually a really pro- prolific writer. 
I okay. You don't have to bring up my fan fiction that I hired a beta writer to kind of oversee. We don't have to bring that up. We don't have to bring that up at all. <laughs> um, but making it collaborative is one of the kind of cornerstones of fun world building or getting good getting engagement um i've always found that whenever you ask for input from your players um they're a bit more engaged you have a little bit more written down in your notebook for the location that they're from um and it's just a win-win because when the players feel like their character had a life before they started playing them I find they're much less likely to go murder hobo. Right. Because. No, uh, just disappoint your friends and family, go around killing people or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. My son. Whenever you think about your character has a mom, you're much less likely to just like run around and just murder stuff. No, no, steal. that's absolutely untrue. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, mom, I've been running around town killing, murdering, pillaging, you know, all the like. And Running she's like, around like a person who's batshit insane. And then my mom's probably gonna be like, yo, I'm very supportive. Um, <laughs> you see, this is why you have parents, so they can have supportive parents. Yeah, that support, support you in every single heinous evil thing you do. Heinous? Is that what they... The heinous? Is it, isn't it heinous? heinous? No, heinous. it is not. Is it heinous? 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 Okay. Heenies. Heenies. Anus? Anus? Are we talking about anuses right now? No. Heenies. Heenies. I'm sorry. Mm. I don't English. This is true. That's not compute. <laughs> so, um, heinous. Um, yes, of course. Um, ask your players, you know, who are their loved ones are. I mean, that way you don't, you make them make NPC names for once. You know what? Yes. <laughs> Make them do it. It's like oh, oh how the turntables have turned. It's just like so. This is my uh, dad. His name is Bob, and my <laughs> uh, mom's name is Sarah. So yes. <laughs> do they have the same last name as you? My character doesn't have a last name. Okay, well, what's your parents' last name? <laughs> uh, 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 Smith. Yes. <laughs> All right, so you're Marcus Darkblade Smith. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then whenever you speak with the character about where they're from, that allows you to kind of put to pen um, some locations in your world. Um, you can ask the characters what was something that they were struggling with when they were younger. Why did they go? Uh, the way of the adventurer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it just kind of helps fill out the world, make it feel more lived in, and gives you opportunities to pull things from in the future. Uh, whether that be the character's loved one being on vacation and seeing them, or them going to the city that they're originally from and finding an old bully or something like that. That's um, my life goal. I will <laughs> head back home someday, strong and mighty, and beat the shit out of the guy that bullied me. <laughs> Let's go, power fantasy! Power fantasy! 
so you're not interested in killing dragons now. I'm just here to beat up some guy. <laughs> here to fucking kick ass. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I don't even need to be level two. Um, level one, I think I'll be doing pretty well already. You know. Another thing that we, or at least I, I can't speak with for Nathan. Um, but whenever you're bringing the players in to have this first conversation, talk to them about the setting that they're going to be playing in. Like, not a ton. Like, they don't need to know specific details on every single city in the entire realm. Like, they'll go insane. Um, but let them know what kind of world they're going to be in, what kind of genre that you're trying to uh, create. No, no. Alternatively, you can just, like, throw them into the middle of things, have them watch them scramble around like a bunch of confused mice. You know? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, what, where? they're like, where am I? And then Oh, by the way, guys, there's a Valor demon behind you. And then what the fuck? You know, that's that's how I like to start my campaign. <laughs> just start With it one off. One Valor demon. Just like, hey, guys, you're all level one, and that's a Valor demon. Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy. Bye. Um, Bye. <laughs> but... Uh, I'd say put limits on what's possible with the amount of uh, expansions that have happened in D&D &D in recent years. Uh, not even recent years. I think it's been since D&D &D came out. Um, there's everything in the whole world that a player can be. Um, and just kind of let them know what's possible in the setting. But don't put break. I, I always say, like, you know, put limits, but don't put breaks on the party trade. So, so you're telling me I can't bring in my tactical uh, weapons and mil mil mil, mil sim gear? Uh, what? No, that's no. It's not. That's not <laughs> fair. I can't bring my modern military weapons into your fantasy game. Tragic. How, how tragic. <laughs> um. We do need that that D and D expansion. I'm waiting for it. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting getting a character, getting players who understand the world and who have an understanding of the setting in general, um, while they are giving you some input, is super helpful because. Uh, then you don't end up with characters that are completely out of place in the world. So I'm a Arrokrokra, you know, and it's like, we don't have bird people here. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a bird person, though. <laughs> I decided I'm going to be, and you're like, Can't you be something else with wings? Do you just want it for the wings feature? Yes. No, I think I think bird people are hot. I'm actually <laughs> secretly a furry. Oh no. Nathan's secretly a furry? Who could have guessed? No, I'm Me. not a furry. I knew no, it all no, along. No, no, that's not you true. You can't I'm see it right now, but he's putting on his fursuit as we speak. But th this oh is my slander. god. He's a wolf boy. He's pulling his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> And I find that the best way to kind of get this understanding of the setting, get this session zero over and done with, and let them 
players have an understanding of the world itself is to throw them into a practice session. Um, something basically level one, super, super basic, super, super uh, easy with a couple of mild character interactions to see one, what kind of players that you have, what kind of characters they're playing and introduce a small section of the world to them to see how they engage with it. Um, different parties are going to engage with problems 100% differently than other ones. Right. Sometimes, you know, you play a game and then you're like, oh, you got to um, go, you're getting attacked by a bunch of band, like a bunch of thieves. And then next thing you know, there's a half a child in a, in a treasure chest, you know? Right. <laughs> um, the thing that I always said here is um, like every, it seems like every level one campaign starts with you killing goblins, right? And yeah, so sure. you can always have them, or like the rat killing in the sewer quest, or not sewer, but like rat killing in the sewer or in the basement quest. Um, and you can tell a lot from your players by how they go about solving the problem. Like, do they go at it like it's a military, we run in there, we kill it, we, go, we run, we gun, we kill, we get out of there? Or do they, like, methodically kind of plant traps and carefully turn corners? Or are they like, well, have we tried diplomacy? <laughs> diplomacy never. Never. Have we tried talking to the goblins? It's just like you, you, you're walking up there as you're like sneaking out of them to kill them. They're like, hey, Bob, you know, I don't know how I feel about Samuel's recent, you know, drug problems. <laughs> been pretty bad. He's been snuffing down the, 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 green, the green strooms, you know? <laughs> the green strooms? Is that so? <laughs> yeah, it's awful. And then you're like, yeah, honestly, you know when he's really high? He goes out and starts, you know, attacking people in the streets. Like, that's horrible news. And then it's just like, recently, there's been like one goblin coming out and beating up people randomly. <laughs> like that's why you're there, and then you're like, "Hey guys, maybe let's not do this." And then everyone's mm -hmm. like already loaded, locked and loaded. It's like, mm -hmm. guys, <laughs> next thing you know, you're walking out, everyone's dead. It's like, guys, because uh, sometimes you don't want things to be too complicated, right? Some players want it to yeah. be. Goblins are evil, so we kill them. And other players want it to be like, well, why are the goblins doing this? And you're like, like we, ah, you we have these kinds of players. It reminds me of Arctree where you're like, oh, those two goblins are just doing their thing, and then it's like, brutally murders them. <laughs> yes. Breaks their necks. Ah! Tragic. Eviscerates them. It's like, Come on, come on, guys. <laughs> guys, these are guys, you're committing war crimes, right? <laughs> these are people. You're people. You're not people to me, fucking greenskins. <laughs> fucking orcs. Fucking goblins. The only good goblins are dead goblin. So <laughs> like these goblins good. 
Okay, moving on. Moving on. Do you know what else is good? I think stealing is good. Stealing is a great yeah. thing. You know? Yeah. And personally, I'm a, I'm a bit of a... Uh, what was that? My brain failed me. Uh, what's, what's... A bit of a thief? No, what's the, the nice word for it? The not-so-nice word for it, but it's like... Uh, mm, the the not-nice word for... Thief? I no, no, like, like condition where you can't stop sealing. What's that called again? Oh, um, it fills me. It's on the tip of my pathological tongue. Pathological thief? No, mm-hmm. it's like a like a mental condition. Oh, narcolepsy. Ah, right. No, that's Narc- <laughs> falling no, asleep. No, 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 it's, not, it, 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 it's it's like that. It's like uh, I can't. Fuck. Klepto? Uh, klep- klepto? Kleptomania. Yeah, kleptomania. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. The urge just like, to I'm, steal. I'm, I'm a kleptomaniac myself, you know. Um, I love stealing. Uh, I constantly do it. So are you going to cut tough. out the 45 seconds where yes. you just can't even remember the name kleptomania? <laughs> you know, so somebody must have stolen you my to memory. Clip, you have to cl- Aided out this clip as well because I'm talking about the fact that you didn't remember what no, Kleptomania no, was. No, I think I think we we can keep <laughs> this video in so that people are very confused. So, anyway, <laughs> guess what? I like stealing the most. I love stealing players' ideas. Oh, I thought it was going to be candy bars. No, I like stealing those too. But <laughs> generally, when you steal someone's candy bars, uh, you create you, you awaken the feelings of homicidal rage within them. So. Oh. I try not to do that, you know? I'm listening. Trying not to die here. So anyways, one thing that doesn't get you killed most of the time is stealing players' ideas. What I mean by that is that... So, whenever you play a game of D&D, there are these little moments where, like, somebody's like, oh, this is going to happen, isn't it? It's like, oh, I'm readying myself for this scenario. You know, that kind of thing? Or they make little jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what you can do, you know, take note of these. They're always very useful. And uh, it gives you kind of an idea of what your players are expecting um, whilst you're doing it. Josh, try not to clip your nails. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what? Like, using this, you can see how your players feel about a situation. But using this, you can also next find the conflict. Because in finding fun, um, guess what makes a good story and what's a fun story? Uh, a story full of conflict. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it, okay, why, why would you have a nice person if you don't have an asshole nearby, right? <laughs> you, need, you need your yin and yang. Uh, you need something to compare it to. Remember that? Uh, right. Why have things be easy when you can make it hard? Am I right? Oh, like, wink, if wink, somebody, if, so, if some, no, if somebody's <laughs> going to ask, okay, if you're gonna get, you're trying to get something from someone, don't have it just be like, oh, uh, have me some money, or oh, just have it be like, I am an insufferable person. I am going to treat you like shit. 
gonna have you do this dumb thing that honestly why the fuck would you do it and um now that you do it and then you come back either you realize that you can't get the thing because of some other extenuating circumstance or i'm an asshole and the thing that you did was very very pointless or uh very um what do you call that it was very dangerous when i had the solution to it uh the whole time or something like that create conflict create moments where ah, oh, this guy's an asshole or like um this could have been so much easier basically <laughs> create moments where people feel things and get very not irritated at you but at characters within the world um try to do that kind of thing don't overdo it you, you piss people off too much but you know mm-hmm. keep it within good reason and you can make <laughs> your like the game a lot more interesting a lot more fun a lot more um captivating because here's the thing one thing that helps people remember is strong feelings and a strong feeling is this fucking guy i want to kill him (laughs) you know and that's that's always fun so yeah rage is a classic feeling a a 10 out of 10 (laughs) on the feeling scale absolutely um i (laughs) i always loved it whenever i would see gms take a little quip or a little snippet of what another character said, make it canon, and then ran with it. Um, (laughs) I think one of the most perfect examples of of that has got to be Brennan Lee Mulligan's uh, season two, I think, of... uh, their high school episodes, Fantasy High, that's it, Fantasy High, uh, where one of the characters has been like a rocker basically the entire time, and they're talking about the origin of rock and roll being like these seven virgin women's with immaculate conception <laughs> at a rock concert, or like at a, at a guitar concert, and Brennan took it and ran with it so hardcore, and it was it was... I, I feel like it was perfectly executed. It didn't have like long-standing um, impacts on the canon of the of the story, or like didn't change the the trajectory of the entire campaign. Um, but just taking someone's quip and and going with it is is so satisfying uh, from a narrative standpoint. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's about that play between uh, you and your players, and you don't mm-hmm. have to make it like a, oh, now that the game started, I'm done with my writing, I'm just going to sit here, read out my lines, and just, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like coast along. No, you can make it fun. Yeah. Right. Just because you have a script in front of you doesn't mean you have to follow it to the letter. Um, if anyone's and- ever... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And, you know, if you don't have a script in front of you, all, all the power to you. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if anyone's ever played an adventure guide, um, they literally have, like, portions of script where, player, or where characters are supposed to say exact things or specific things in certain situations. And sometimes that works, and sometimes it just feels wooden and unnatural. Um, so spice it up with some life. No harm, no foul. 
Um, and this kind of leads us back to what we've gone over, what we've said a couple times, and that's when you're world building, just do it in pencil instead of pen. Uh, be fluid with your history that hasn't necessarily been introduced yet. Um, but once it is established, like once you've told someone something, don't flip flop on it. Um, nothing. And, and not like in the, oh, it's a different culture. So they have a different understanding of the events as it happened. Kind of way. Um, like one person saying one thing and then later saying something completely different with no new information being provided. Um, it, it kind of messes with players' heads. It, it's difficult to explain away. Um, so once you, once you have a canon and once you have established norms, um, don't just change things without a reason, especially if it's in the past. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think it's quite important to, I mean, despite the fact that, yeah, like, you know, moving stuff around, trying to play play out uh, things in interesting ways, make sure that you, you know, keep uh, going and keep staying with the general through line of the, what canon you've already established. Mm-hmm. And, you know, places change and people in them change and worlds evolve and transform. Um, but make sure to keep it natural. If, if you're thumping up ends a, a structure, um, make it a big deal. Make it small potatoes. If I were to sum it up, basically, finding the fun, you know, your, your sessions can be more fun if you try and play, a, like, put a bit more effort into engaging with your players. Um... And, you know, thinking how you can make the current events a bit more fun. Yeah. Um, trying to add a little bit of spice to it. Um, I know sometimes things can be a lot more engaging in our heads than they end up being on the table. Um, and being able to think quick on your feet and... Uh, if anyone has not either taken improv classes or like watched some how to improv sort of situations, be be willing to hop off the script. And then after their session is done, go, okay, let's look back through my books. What did I mess up? <laughs> and change it. As long as it hasn't been already established canon, make those changes. Yeah. I think that's a good stopping point. I think so, too. So, thanks for listening to this episode of Rifts and Realms. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Tier stars as low as a dollar and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, and even input on Rifts and Rules topics. Find us on social media on Twitter at Podcast. Join our Discord. Every month we have a hangout session on the last Saturday of the month. We can be speak with the cast. The link is in the description below. And you can send us an email at at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay fun, fellas. That's my sign off this week.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.